Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's the 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. Coming up this hour momentarily, off we go to Vegas. Jason Symbol, CG Technologies, will be here. 120, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, must-win game for the Huskers if they're looking to get bowl eligible. And I'm not even sure if they win this week, if they can win one of their last two. Uh, as they go to Penn State before hosting the Hawks to wrap up the season. And then Mitch Holtis, even though the uh, Chiefs are on a bye this week, Mitch is going to jump on in here at 1.40, talk about the first half of Kansas City's season. Let's head to the desert, where a lot of folks from uh, my hometown are be, are descending upon this week. Uh, as for this weekend, as the Jets pay a visit to, to Las Vegas. Jason, be prepared to be inundated uh, with Canadians whenever there's a Canadian hockey team playing uh, in Vegas this year because they're, they, they follow their they're, – you understand the passion, and they follow like crazy. There's going to be a ton of Winnipeggers, and likewise when Toronto, when Edmonton, when Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal, Ottawa, et cetera, when they make their way to the desert, the natives will follow. How are you? I'm doing great, and it's nice to have some hockey fans in town. Yeah, well, you know what? But um, the building is packed, and I know that you guys have, um, you know, you're seeing more NHL action because of the fact the Golden Knights have started in Las Vegas. It's that That's a true statement, correct? Absolutely, it's a true statement. There's way more energy in hockey this season, and it doesn't hurt when the team gets off to a really good start like they have. Yeah, well, they could uh, take tomorrow night off. That would be fine by me. But uh, you know what, Jason? Uh, lot, lots to get to, and we appreciate you coming on. Uh, as I said, uh, we were talking about the point spreads, and there's no numbers posted for tomorrow's slate of men's basketball games. Uh, Northern Iowa, uh, they, t- they go to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. And Iowa State, really in a different kind of year for the Cyclones, a year that Cyclone fans are, are not going to be used to, at least it appears that's going to be the case, with a young basketball team going up against Mizzou with a top three draft pick, maybe the number one overall draft pick and Porter Jr., who's going to be on the floor. Just as in, and in general, before we get into some of the numbers, this is a month that from my experience, that you guys kind of fear November in college basketball just for the fact that you guys, there's so many teams, and you guys can get beat, I think, in November, you guys being the books, maybe more so than any other sport in any other month. True statement? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's so many games and so many teams that really have question marks, and there's, you know, some injury questions. So, you know, you have a team, you know, you could have a team that really doesn't have, you know, uh, marquee following. You know, there's a game, uh, you know, Long Beach State for San Francisco tomorrow. Well, you know, this is just, uh, just you know, for argument's sake, the Long Beach State starting point guard is out. You have no idea who the backup is. You've never seen the guy play before. Is that a two-point difference? Is it a five-point difference? There's some people out there who know these things right. and do have some advantages over us. So it certainly uh, leaves opportunity for advantages for people. Plus, 
on a day like Saturday, you've got college hoops, college football, NBA, NHL. It's just so busy. Well, uh, a couple of games that we're looking forward to. Iowa State makes their way down to Columbia, old rival from the Big 8 and Big 12 days. Missouri, Michael Porter Jr., and, and this is another portion of it. These freshmen coming in. Missouri was awful last year. Mm-hmm. Now many people believe they're a top 25 team. Iowa State has made the NCAA tournament six straight years, but they lose a lot. How do you put a lineup for this game, and where, where are you guys leaning to put that out? Yeah, this is a tough one, like you said, because Missouri basically has a whole new team, but there's, there's you know, potentially the, and what would likely be the number one pick in the entire draft. Right. So the talent is definitely there. Um, you know, uh, the original, our original odds makers put this at Missouri minus eight. I do know that there are some injury concerns or some players that aren't going to be playing for Iowa State, so right. that might get pushed up a little bit higher. I mean, you could be looking at a double-digit number for this one. Mm. So originally eight, but maybe ten, depending, as you mentioned, Lard and Brace aren't going to play. So, uh, And when does that number come out, Jason? That will come out at some point, uh, either later this evening or tomorrow morning. Um, you know, But it's, it's tough because, as I said, there are so many games – um, you know, so somebody's going to have to put this lineup first, and we'll see who that is and when is it. Another one, North Carolina hosting UNI. A couple of years ago, the Panthers upset number one ranked North Carolina, though that was in the McLeod Center. Uh, Barry's injured for Carolina. UNI, a down year by their standards last year. And then the other one's Iowa-Chicago State, but you won't put a line on that one. So first Panthers and Tar Heels, and then why won't there be a line for the Hawkeyes in Chicago State? So first of all, uh, North Carolina minus 18, somewhere in that range is about right. I know Jerry, Joel Berry is out. Uh, North Carolina is going to be a big favorite here. Um, in the other, in the other matchup, we will not put up lines when there's, um, you know, division, not division one teams playing. Um, you know, some books do it. It's just not something we do. We just don't have enough information. Chicago State is in the whack, though. They are D1 now. And, and some of those lower-level teams, you know, the SWAC teams when they're taking on somebody from a power conference, a lot of times you guys don't line them. Is it just because the number is so difficult to set? Yeah, and a lot of times there will be added games, so a number will come out way later for a certain game, and we'll have a lot uh, lower limits, way lower limits to those types of games, so that might be one of those. Mm, what do you anticipate tonight, Jason? Uh, is it going to be... Uh, I mean, it's Seattle and it's Arizona, it's the NFL, it's football, it's West Coast teams. Uh, will that help as far as business, do you think? Yeah, I think, that, uh, I think it will. I think this is an interesting spot because a lot of people got burnt with Seattle on Sunday. That was one of the bigger favorites uh, of the day, and the public really liked it, and they lost outright uh, at home. And now going on the road a few days later against an Arizona team that is, you know, I would say kind of hit or miss. Um, we actually have taken some big bets on Seattle already, though, though. The line here was Seattle minus six. We took a six-figure bet on Seattle minus six, so the number is all the way up to six and a half. So Seattle, six and a half point favorite on the road in Arizona. NFL uh, Bears Packers this weekend of local interest, but without Aaron Rodgers. We talked about it initially when it Mm. happened, just that huge swing. Are are you just finding these Packer games very difficult to handicap right now for how bad Hundley's been? Yeah, very difficult, and you know the Bears have a similar situation with a quarterback who hasn't really played a lot. But it seems like the Bears are in a much better position than the than the Packers. It's amazing, you know, kind of how many holes Aaron Rodgers was able to cover. The Bears are minus five and a half point favorites here. Before the performance of the Packers on Monday, this number was Bears minus two and a half, three. But the Packers just look so inept that this number went to minus five and a half. And we've actually taken more money on the Bears 
than the Packers here. So who would have thunk it that the Bears would be, you know, nearly a touchdown favorite against the Packers at any point this season? You know, since we're on the NFL, it's such a blah week in the NFL, I think. I think it really is. What do you think will be your – what will you see the most action on? I mean, Sunday night football is, is two marquee teams, New England, Denver. Uh, Minnesota-Washington is is a good game. What will be the big – see the most action, the most handle will be on what game, do you think? I think it's going to be Sunday night because you have a situation where the Patriots have the bye week. They're coming back, and they are going to get the public action no matter what. And only people are going to think only laying seven against the Broncos, who have looked horrible the last few games. I think that so many people are going to bet New England. Every parlay is going to be tied into New England. So I really think that that will not only be the most bet game, but it will be the game that we need for the most amount of money, and we'll be definitely rooting for the Broncos. How about the futures market in the NFL? The Patriots seem to be riding the ship. The Eagles have been the story of the NFL. Is there a certain team that you guys are taking a lot of money in on right now? And what are the futures odds look for the Super Bowl? Well, the Patriots are still the favorite, and that's you know deservedly so. They had that kind of rough rough spot, but they certainly um, they certainly have righted the ship. The Eagles are right behind them. Um, you know, there's a couple teams that have been seeing a, a decent amount of action. Vikings fans are really. Uh, really been betting the Vikings a lot so far this year. Um, Also, uh, a couple teams in the AFC that have seen some jumps are the Jaguars, who are playing pretty well. But Mm -hmm. don't sleep on the Steelers. They're they're right there as well. Can you bet the Super Bowl right now as far as conferences? And and would the AFC be a slight favorite at this point? What do you have? Yeah, you can. In fact, you can bet the Super Bowl right now. We keep the um, AFC versus NFC lineup uh, pretty much all season. Uh, you know, we put that up in the beginning of the year pretty much all season. Since New England was such a prohibitive favorite before the season begun, the uh, the AFC was always the favorite. And uh, as I pull up the, the latest and greatest right now, you can we can see that uh, as of this very second, the AFC is a small favorite because you're looking at Pittsburgh and uh, at New England as probably the favorite against any NFC team. Mm-hmm. So is it, what, is it three, two and a half, three, somewhere around? Uh, yeah, two and a half. And is, it was it uh, what was it at one point? Did it did it get past three at any point, Jason? No, it generally does, and it's usually either it's going to be three either way. Um, you know, you figure if even if it's the Steelers or the Patriots against you know the Eagles or the or one of the better uh, NFC teams, that you're really only looking at a three three and a half point number. All right, Jason, jump over to the college what football. A slate. <laughs> it's, there's a ton of games to get into. Let's start in our home state. Iowa making their way up to Wisconsin after the 55-24 woodshedding. Did you get any money line bets on the Hawkeyes first before we get to this weekend's games against Ohio State last weekend? No, none worth note, really, but there were a few you know, small $10, $20 bets. But, man, what a game that was. That was one of the most surprising scores of the whole season. Um, but, no, not a ton of action on, on Ohio State, on uh, Iowa, on the money line there. Uh, you know, Iowa winning outright was actually one of the best games for us of the entire weekend, Saturday and Sunday combined. I was on the wrong side of that one. Uh, so uh, now they make their way up to Wisconsin for recreational betters. They'll probably see that after what Iowa did last week and say, how in the world is this nearly two touchdowns? Is that what you've seen from the early betting public out there? Yes, indeed. So Iowa Iowa plus 12 right now, 12-point 12 dog. But the majority of the action has been on the Hawkeyes. And I do think that this number changed based upon how well Iowa did. I thought this was going to be 13-and-a-half yep. um, before uh, Iowa looked great, and their win against Ohio State kind of 
bump them up a little bit to move this number down to 12, and I wouldn't be shocked if it goes down even a little bit more. The one that's uh, confounding me, Jason, watching Ohio State lose the way that they did, Michigan State's playing their best football of the year. I know the game is at the shoe, but Michigan State, the number opened at 14.5. I think it's all the way up to 17 at at your properties right now. That's a head-scratcher to me. Maybe it's 16.5, but regardless... Uh, that's a ton of points that Ohio State is favored. Is it just that, you know, the Ohio State brand that people can't get enough of? Yeah, I mean, look, Ohio State is still incredibly well-ranked, uh, even uh, even though they got shellacked last week. Uh, they did have 400 yards of offense against Iowa. You know, it was really the defense that struggled, as we know. But uh, that and, and, you know, Michigan State has been winning, but they haven't been doing it pretty. Um, you know, they've been... Uh, They've been fortunate to, to win the game against Penn State. You know, that Penn State-Michigan State game was an interesting one because, yes, Penn State did, did get upset. But, you know, if you, when you look at the actual stats of that game, Penn State had 460 yards of offense. You know, Penn State had three turnovers. You know, so you have to realize that even though Penn State lost the game, from a power and number perspective, they were the better team, which impacts, you know, the, which, so people think, oh, Michigan State won. They're better than they are, but you have to look at the reason why they won. So that's part of why this number is so high. I was pretty shocked, though, that it moved as much as it did as well. It's Catholics versus convicts, Miami, mm. Notre Dame. Tight number. You guys have been steady in that three, three and a half range. The over-under jumped off the page to me, though, 57 and a half. That seems like a ton. Why, why am I off on my numbers on that one? Well, Miami and uh, Miami Notre Dame is a great rivalry game. This is, as you said, I mean, what a week of games for for mm-hmm. once. Um, yeah, M- Miami, uh, Miami at home against Notre Dame. Notre Dame has really put up big numbers every week. I mean, they scored in the forties. Look what they did against USC. This team is really, really uh, has a lot of offensive firepower. Not something you probably would have thought of before the season, but. You know, that's part of the reason why the number uh, on the total is as high as it is. Mm. Last thing, Jason, open up your NHL futures for me. i got a, sel- <laughs> a selfish question to ask you because I- I'm convinced my team's going all the way. I really am. This is the first time maybe ever. The highs uh, and lows that I've seen a cat already this yeah, season have been hilarious. Uh, that the Jets have been worth a damn, and I think they're really they're they're finally starting to to take flight. They hope they were fifty to one prior to the season, and they might have gone up to eighty to one after the first couple of games, and I wouldn't have been surprised at all. They're playing really good hockey now. Have they come down in the futures? Uh, they were fifty to one. Where are my Winnipeg Jets? Well, you're, are they for, are they, I don't know, do they lead in points? I think they're right behind the Blues, if I'm not mistaken. They are but, second behind them, yep. So they're playing well. The Winnipeg Jets, as you said, open 50 to 1, still 50 to 1. So uh-huh. even though they've had a pretty good start, not a lot of people backing them, you might want to bet that. But put it this way the Golden Knights open 200 to 1, they're down to 30 to 1. So you can see that, you know, the, the actual performance of the team isn't really as big of an indicator of these future prices as the amount of money we've taken. So until bets come on Winnipeg, we're not going to be moving it. Well, I guarantee it's coming this weekend because they are <laughs> descending f- uh, airplane full after airplane full, making their way uh, to the game tomorrow night. Thank you, Jason. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, friend. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Jason Simple. Inside the number CG Technology, Mizzou was going to open at 8. So That's too low. Vegas Insider doesn't always have it right. We know this. We saw it last week with Oklahoma right. State, Iowa State, in that opening line. Something called Coast in Vegas. This is a Vegas book. It's which one is it? Coast. Co- well, that's a, is that Cosmopolitan? But that's that's part that's part of Cantor. Coast Casino is what it says. Oh, the coasts, the coast Coasts. properties. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're good.
They have an opening line, according again to Vegas Insider. Yeah. Iowa State laying a point. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. This is what I'm telling you about college basketball. Do you have an airplane voucher that I can <laughs> yeah. have right now? Is that right? Now, the limit is low, probably. 500? Yeah. Yeah. The Coast property, they're, they're locals. Gotcha. They're spread out all across town. Um, not well, bad. If they're, if they're going to put out that number, they need to hire me to come in and run their college Absolutely. They're going to get, one? They're going to get attacked on that one. Yeah. I'm telling you, November's that you can beat Vegas in men's basketball in the month of November. They're they're confused. They fear this month. Jason just said as much. Mm-hmm. I was showing you a power ranking system that I use mm-hmm. uh, that has power numbers, and their numbers are off right now because the freshmen coming in, you can't put those numbers into a number driven system, and they have like Missouri 83rd. Well, we know Missouri's not 83rd, no. and, and maybe that's something that they're and using. And Iowa State was 50-something. Right. Yeah. When I, when I, the year I lived out there, right, um, my office, my radio studio was my office, and it was at the Palms. Okay. And I got to know a bunch of the pros because my office was right by the bedding windows, behind the glass, and you could see the the radio equipment, and I don't know if that was you know, some, ooh, look, whatever, right? But <laughs> yeah. um, so there, I'd see these same guys every day, and there was the perf- there was the pros. So I got to talking to them a little bit. Yeah, I got to know them a little bit. Um, and they just hang out when the numbers go up for college basketball. It's swoop. And that's a perfect example. Yes, right I mean, there. if there's a pro sending in any of the station properties today or the coast properties, they'll jump in and be all over that bad boy. Jason mentioned us, Long Beach State, their point guard's out. They don't know. But somebody, those guys do know. You know that's what they put the right. work in, and that's through October. They have been previewing all 351, yep. figuring out who has what for opportunities like this. Well, there, one of the line makers, if I've told you this story before, I apologize, but there's maybe somebody new in the audience. So when I first, when when we first got into the betting business out there, we had one of our line, Kenny White was his name. He's a really good guy. I know that Cyclone Fanatic had him on a podcast. Oh, okay. Binder after binder over every team, about every single player they had a note. So I thought, I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. My, but Zach Spears, who I liked, oh, right? Yeah, I got yeah. to know Zach pretty well when, in his time here. Zach Lapidi on Twitter. Show me the Zach Spears. Because he's like the third string right tackle or right guard, whatever he was. All right, give me a second. He flips through his binder. Goes, Zach Spears, here he is. And it's got the what he does well and what he struggles at. Every single player That's on the incredible. roster, Trent. That's amazing. Prove it to me. You don't have anything on. Yeah, I really do. Well, show me Zach Spears. Okay, big boy. Sit down. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, coming up next. We'll talk to Sip. Massive game for Nebraska. They go to Minnesota. They need to win. Can they? We'll ask that of Stephen M. Sippel when we come back. Mitch Holt is still to come. The Ken Miller Show is on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Black Friday starts now on appliances at JCPenney. Starting Wednesday, get up to 40% off select major appliances from brands like GE, Samsung, LG, and now Frigidaire. And buy more, save more. Get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card. Plus, get up to 36-month special financing through November 29th. Add it up. These deals can't be beat. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Visa prepaid card valid on major appliances. Purchase 11-1 to 11-29. Starting at $398 or more per appliance, excluding accessories. Some restrictions and exclusions apply. See store associate for details. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable towing. This is Trent Condon from Sports Talk 1700 KBGG. In the United States, someone dies from a drunk driving crash every 51 minutes. Make zero fatalities your goal and drive sober or catch a ride. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme VV plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme VV Plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or shulinghitch.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan and myself, noon to two, Monday through Friday, talking local sports with you. Uh, inside the Big Ten West we go. It's Nebraska at Minnesota this coming week. Nebraska uh, picked off in overtime last week by Northwestern. Did not go well in OT. I don't think they moved the ball at all. Uh, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. He'll be home for the holidays and he joins us. Sip, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Stephen M.? 
Good. How about those Hawkeyes? You know what? I, I was going to start there because I saw you tweeting about it. You should have been in the throes of filing your story, yet you had one mm-hmm. eye on Iowa uh, and uh, Ohio State this past week. Zip, um, you saw them. You saw Ohio State a couple of weeks ago uh, before they came to Kinnick just dismantle the Huskers. Uh, nobody saw this coming, Sip. Nobody saw it coming. No, but it's really bad optics for a head coach at Nebraska that's really clinging to his you know, his employment future here, that that it was a striking development in this saga here. Because, as you said, and I, Kenny, I think you watched the game, the Nebraska-Ohio State game. Yep. Nebraska was non-competitive. And for, for Iowa to do that just a few weeks later is really a bad look for Nebraska. I mean, it's just, there's no other really, there's, I can't, I wish, I, I'm sure Nebraska fans would just like to, to tell me to, you know, stick a sock in my mouth, but I it's is incredible to me because I was always str- I will always be struck by the nature of the Ohio State Nebraska game, which felt in the second half like many scrimmages I've covered over the years at Nebraska. It was that there's no intensity, there was really nothing going on. Yep. Um, and then to see what Ohio. What Iowa did with two freshman left tackles, with a you know Josh Jackson making those three picks, um, tight ends. I, I, that was really yeah, yeah, young tight ends and you know the kid from Omaha, no offense. Um, it is a it was a remarkable development in my opinion. Yeah, Spielman was the only one playing at the end, and maybe that's unfair to say, but in the Ohio State game, Spielman was the only one that was playing at the at the end of that football game. Sip. Well, let me ask you this, because I know you're just, you know, on Thursdays before you come on with us, quite often throughout the football season, you're in different parts of Nebraska speaking to a, you know, speaking to a group over a, a lunch group, if you will. What's the mood amongst the Nebraska fans? You see them, you ju- you're just leaving a group of them. What's their... Kind of, what's their mood? Are they resigned to the fact that you know that this is uh, that the season is essentially over? There's going to be a new folks or a new coach. Take us, take us inside. You know the fan base, if you will, uh, since you experienced it firsthand. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do, I do a lot of that. In fact, yesterday I was in Kearney, which is you know central Nebraska, speaking to a group over the noon hour. And then today I was in Beatrice, which is just south of Lincoln, 45 minutes south of Lincoln, speaking to a group. Um, the mood, well, first of all, you know, you always kind of wonder if people are going to show up because of the way the season's gone. People still show up, um, but it's, you know, the Nebraska fans, I'm sure like many fan bases, probably similar to Iowa fans, are very – they just want the truth. They don't. They're not sugarcoating this situation, so they're they're ready for change. Um, there's a level of apathy for sure, but it, I think that there's hopefulness because of Scott Frost. Frankly, I mean, I think there's a lot. You know, you get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. That's become the that's become the most probably popular discussion in Nebraska right now, um, what will happen with Scott Frost. Uh, so that's kind of what it is. People are pretty much, I can't say every Nebraska fan is ready to move on from Mike Riley, but the, you would say easily the majority are. 
Well, let me follow up then, John, if you weren't going to. I mean, maybe you were. What is the latest with Scott Frost? Well, there's really no latest. I mean, the understand that Scott Frost has Central Florida at 8-0, right? His full attention will be on a, ma- a potentially magical season, right? They're, UCF, 0-12 two years ago, is 8-0. And they play UConn this week, so a great chance to be 9-0. So there's not going to be – I'd be surprised if you see anything, you know, Frost has been – agreed to anything with anybody because now think about it does he want to disrupt this season at UCF I, I'm going to say no I, I think that um, so now what I'm telling you is this I'd say Nebraska is in kind of a holding pattern Bill Moose has said now Bill Moose is the new athletic director at Nebraska started October 23rd and he has said he has not made a decision on Coach Riley. He has not made a decision. Now, huh, that's not great, right? Um, that's not good news necessarily if you're the current Nebraska coaching staff because recruiting is a big concern and you're not getting that, not getting any sort of vote of confidence. What you're getting is I'm evaluating right now. So uh, the evaluation continues for the defense after the loss and. Bobby Diaco, this is turning into a weekly feature where I ask about Bob Diaco. Another just odd kind of explanation from him. And and then something deeper. What's going on with this rugby hawk tackling thing that uh, there's accusations that Nebraska was paid for? What's going on? Help me wrap my mind around what's happening with this. Well, you're in dangerous territory because my segment's limited. (laughs) Um, And it's fairly involved. Um, but the the long and short of it is, is Diaco said that he came upon a team in the spring of this last spring. He's in his first year as the coordinator here. That he came upon a team that had that tackled in an alarmingly bad fashion. Now he said that without really, I mean, it was without being prompted. It was unsolicited uh, for the most part. And now, obviously, now he. Said a lot. He said, and, that, and we haven't been able to verify this, that there was a mandate from the administration that Nebraska move to this hawk tackling, this rugby style tackling. Um, now, Mark Banker, the former defensive coordinator, said that's not true. There was no mandate. So you get into a kind of a he said, he said. It's really awkward. Um, I think the optics are really bad. With Coach Diaco, I respect Coach Diaco a lot. I think he's a he's a he's a very much a thinker, but you know, I, I just think saying that in November as your team struggles on defense is just a kind of a bad look. Hmm. Sip, well, this is a must-win football game as you head to uh, TCF Bank Stadium. If you're going to if, if postseason. Uh, is, is still lingering out there, and it is. I mean, they've got to win two out of their next three, two Happy Valley next week before hosting Iowa on, on Black Friday. Minnesota's going to try and run the football, I would think. That's uh, that's what they do yeah. best, and Nebraska probably is uh, knows that, that it's coming, but can they stop Minnesota's ground game, Sip? Well, I'll tell you, an Arnold Palmer quote comes to mind. And our, 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 I don't know why this quote always stuck in my cranium, but Arnold Palmer 
once said that winning isn't everything, but wanting to win is everything. And now, now, what do I mean? Well, you said it, Kenny. The conditions aren't going to be great up there. Mm-mm. We're talking about freezing rain, maybe a little snow. You know, it's going to be typical Minneapolis, you know, November day. It's going to be uncomfortable. Minnesota's going to make it uncomfortable for Nebraska by running probably two out of every three times, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a long, that can, can become kind of a long afternoon for a defense. Now, in the third quarter, the, as the time ticks away, is Nebraska going to stay interested in that? You know, with the season going the way it's gone? To me, it kind of boils down to that. What's their level of want-to as Minnesota keeps hammering away at you on a cold day? And it's Minnesota is 1-5. and five. They're 4-5 and five overall, and they're not a great team. But I've seen enough of them the last two years. <laughs> they can play physically. I mean, they're a, I don't know under Fleck if they're still doing it. Um, but under the previous bunch of guys, Tracy Clays, <laughs> that team would get after you. Weren't, weren't great, but they will come after you. So will Nebraska be ready for that? So uh, Minnesota, Nebraska, it's the $5 broken bits chair. Uh, the trophy, the five dollar broken bits of chair trophy that they'll be playing for. It was a a cockamamie idea that came up on Twitter with Fo Polini, the fake Bo yeah, Polini Twitter account, and uh, the Minnesota mascot. Uh, looks like it's being embraced a little bit more, and and some charity also going to come out of this. So, how's the Nebraska side? I know the Minnesota side loves it. How's the Nebraska side embracing this trophy? Lukewarm, I'd say. I, uh... <laughs> I think the players always thought it was kind of cool, but I always felt like from an administrative standpoint, they just weren't very interested. Um, So I don't know how that (laughs) – I know know what you're talking about, but it hasn't generated much discussion at all on on our side of the river over here. That's too bad. I, I, until right now, Trent, I never heard of it before. Oh, you will read, read <laughs> on the genesis of it. You'll get a kick out of it. It's real cool. Sip, uh, enjoy the Twin Cities. We'll talk to you next week before you take off for Happy Valley. Thank you, Stephen M. Appreciate you jumping on in your local spot. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. We'll talk to you next week, pal. All right, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star, home for the holidays. It started uh, with the Minnesota mascot Twitter account. Tweeting at Fo Polini four or five years ago. Okay. Uh, how about basically kind of coming up with uh, you know some kind of bet that they were going to make? Fo Polini responds. How about this? We win. I get to break a chair the over real your back. Fo Polini. Fo Polini. Oh, Fo Polini. Gotcha. I get to break a chair over your back. If you lose, you give me five bucks. Okay. <laughs> and then a student at Minnesota came up, yeah. made a trophy with it, and it was used. Minnesota has. Brought it around Nebraska for a time. They had it part of their trophy collection. It was lost. So for a that's short in period. a trophy case. Then, if you win it, they're putting that on display. As long as Nebraska goes to get it, sometimes that's not the case. But yeah, do, <laughs> take a read on Wikipedia. I think you'll get a kick out of that. And as long so, if they win, they they, yeah, they yeah. don't always go across the field to pick it up. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, last year, the mascots <laughs> handed it off. It wasn't the team going over from Nebraska to get it. It was just. Uh, Goldie handing it off to yeah, Herbie. See that doesn't. Excuse me, that doesn't count. Well, it's it's getting there. It's building. It's a great trophy. If the winning team doesn't run across the field, Minnesota in mass, does. 
do they? So yeah. it means something to them. All right, right. Right. All right. Well, Mitch Holt is going to join us next. Uh, we'll get the Chiefs take their temperature at the halfway point of their season. Uh, they have a bye this week before they get back on the gridiron. The last time we saw them was at Jerry Jones' place. Uh, good first half. Uh, Dallas took it to him in the second half. Mitch Holt is scheduled to join us next. Trent and I continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? That makes me want to sting. Drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffey, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. 98.3 The Vibe, your home for classic hip-hop, is excited to bring you exclusive coverage of the high school state tournament semifinal round live from the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Trey Condon here. I'll bring you play-by-play action at 7 o'clock between the Dowling Catholic Maroons and Ankeny Centennial. Wall-to-wall coverage of the high school semifinals from the Unidome. Catch this exclusive coverage from 7 until 10 this Friday on 98.3 The Vibe. Macy's Veterans Day Sale has the lowest prices of the season on select furniture and mattresses. Get the Maya Leather Sofa, only $799. The Tribeca Queen Storage Bed, $489. Or a Simmons Beauty Sleep Queen Mattress Set, $297. Plus, get free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787 or more. Shop in-store at Macy's.com or call 1-800-BUY-MACY. Savings off regular and sale prices exclusion supply. Seriously? It's November. Ready or not, the holidays are coming. So get ready at the Jared Semi-Annual Event, November 10th through 12th. Come enjoy our best prices of the season and discover hundreds of pieces you'll only find at Jared. The Jared Semi-Annual Event. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Final segment, Thursday edition, Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. He's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. They've got the bye week this week, but Mitch is good enough to give us a few minutes. Uh, he joins us as we recap the first half of the season. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Mitch Holtis? Good afternoon, guys. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm spending my bye week by doing a college basketball game. I've got the Tennessee State at Kansas game tomorrow night on ESPNU, so... Yeah, we'll just shift sports a little bit. But anyway, no, doing okay and, and enjoying, I guess, a bye week. Although I think I'll have a bye Sunday. Sunday, I'll have a bye Sunday afternoon. Yeah, indeed you will. Uh, look at the first half of that football game was unbelievably entertaining, Mitch. What happened in the yeah. second half? Uh, I, I still mm. think, I mean, look, at the, the, the fact that Kansas City didn't go into Dallas and win, I'm sure it upset the Chiefs fan base. But it does nothing to, in, uh, to my opinion, how good this Kansas City team, Chief team is. Did you see any, anything that alarmed you watching the second half of the game? Well, alarmed would be the key word here. I, I would give you uh, two things. One, defensively, and it's alarming just because it's been a trend here in losing three out of four games, has been the inability to get teams off the field on third and long. Now, there was one play in the first half where the Chiefs have the Cowboys backed up third and 15 at their own 13, and they get a 21-yard pass to Des Bryant. Chiefs rush three, drop eight. They just put them. I mean, he just finds a void in the zone. Prescott puts it on the money. The key play of the game, the Chiefs had gone on their crazy 14-point swing to take the lead at 17-14. It looks like they've got the Cowboys stopped at third and eight. And there's a defensive pass interference penalty on Nelson. And that changed the whole tenor of the game. The alarming thing is the Chiefs couldn't get him off the field, especially on third and long. And that's what happened in the Oakland loss, too. So that has to be taken care of during the bye week. Tell me a little bit about Matt Nagy, who uh, helped him to run that offense with the Chiefs, a younger guy, and starting to hear his name mentioned a lot more for a guy, kind of one of those risers in the coaching ranks. Big-time riser. Very, huh. uh, very, very creative. Uh, very creative. Great communicator. He will be a head coach in the league. And uh, part of the, a lot of the creativity for this Chiefs offense is due to Matt. And Matt's not afraid to – I love his – He's confident, but he's not egotistical, meaning he'll look at college tape. I think I told you guys this before. We, we do some plays. People go, hey, they're running college plays. Yeah, because if he sees something he likes, um, he's going to try to develop it in the, the Chiefs offensive system. So Matt's, Matt's a brilliant young dude. You know, yeah, he's a rising star. Mm. You know, you mentioned they've lost three out of four. Steelers got him. Raiders beat him by a point. Uh, and, and, then, and then this past week. But, Mitch, um, six and three at the bye week. You, everybody would have signed for that, right? Going back to training camp in August. Oh, absolutely! When you look at who they played and when they played them, no team in the league has had to play the schedule they played. I think it's the second toughest in the league when you just look at wins and loss record mm-hmm. of the opponents. But then look at the and I mentioned this: the Sundays, the Thursdays, the Mondays. Yeah. Uh, Andy Andy told me Monday night on his show. I do a Monday night show, the Chiefs Kingdom show that you guys have, and on our network. But Andy said, I've never had a first nine weeks like this. And he goes, it's good. You want to you be on prime time. They think mm-hmm. you're a good team and you're going to be, you're going to be um, honored. But it's, 
you know, it's been crazy. Let's just say what it is. And so to have this bye week, to physically, mentally, emotionally, to retreat a little bit, or at least just to shut the engines down and then to come back and attack these next seven, I'm with you, Ken. I still think this is a team that is one of the best, maybe maybe the best in the mm-hmm. AFC, that they've got to kind of retool. Now, I, with you, Mitch, as you look at this, Stan, we'll only keep you a couple more minutes. We know you're busy. The a, they're, yep. they're six and three. Everybody else is below 500 in that division. Who, who yep. of the other three, who's the biggest threat, I guess, to to come to finding a way to knock off Kansas City? If that's going to happen, who's going to do it? It would be Oakland. Uh, Oakland's sitting there now two games back. Chiefs are six and three. Oakland's four and five. But they got a victory just this past week that I thought kept them at least with oxygen. Now, they had the great victory over the Chiefs, 31-31 on the last play of the game. So you think, wow, that's really going to propel them. And then they just they just reverted back mm-hmm. uh, to their beginning of the year, and then they lose, and then they came back to win. Now they have to go to uh, Mexico City to play New England. If they lose that, then I'm going to probably get them close to taking them off the board. Four and seven, where that'd be six, three, nine, four, five. They'd be four and six would be a little rough. If they win that game, then I think it's fully on, and they will challenge the Chiefs. Hunt slowing down a little bit. Is, is, Are they figuring him out, maybe? Yeah. I, um, it's the, that's, that's the second part of the discussion I didn't get to. I don't want to make too long of an answer. Uh, but on the defensive side of the third and long, can't get off the field. And in, for the defense, is it scheme? Is it personnel? Is it effort? It's all of that. Now, the offensive side is the offensive line of scrimmage. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers won the line of scrimmage against the Chiefs. Actually, in this, the Chiefs were one and three, and all four teams did. I mean, in the game they won, Denver was controlling that line of scrimmage. And so the offensive line is what's getting figured out here. Cream Hunt's fine. Now, he's a little bit run down, but this bye week will really help him. I think he'll be, stays healthy. He'll be up a monster next seven weeks. But I'm going to throw the Canadian doctor in for my mm-hmm. second or third favorite Canadian here in Ken. <laughs> The Canadian doctor, if you look at when Duvernay Tardif was injured, before and after, that becomes your demarcation line. Prior to Duvernay Tardif's injury, the Chiefs were averaging nearly six yards a carry with six rushing touchdowns. After his injury, averaging three yards a carry, zero rushing touchdowns. All of Kareem Hunt's explosive big runs were before the injury of Duvernay Tardif. And if I rented a video or rented the theater tonight in downtown Des Moines and showed you those plays, the key block is made on all three of those plays by LeRae Duvernay Tardy. So getting him back at, and it, yeah, the Canadian doctor, whether he's kicking out wide on a sweep or he's kicking inside like the power move, like the Steelers ran, uh, Duvernay Tardy is a gigantic key to get the running game going again. But that, that's, that's the other part on the other side of the ball that has to get fixed, and that is getting the uh, line of scrimmage back in your favor if you're the Chiefs. Hmm, well, it's a bye week for Kansas City. There's never a bye week with the Donaldsons. Papa John's, what do they got cooking? I don't know. I'm thinking Tom Donaldson, and we'll talk about this again next week, but I asked him about doing a 16-2 and pizza because <laughs> that is uh, Andy Reid's record after the bye week, the best in NFL history, if he couldn't put out the 16-2 and pizza. Like you get two anchovies and 16 pepperoni. I don't know. But <laughs> Or 18 and 2, which is the record for the Chiefs after bye weeks uh, the last two years. For the whole season after bye weeks, they've won 18 games and lost two the last two years after their respective bye weeks. Either that, I don't know. But uh, I know this it's a great way to enjoy the weekend. Hawkeye fans, have, they're all fired up now, 55 on the Bucks. 
Uh, Cyclones have a big game. Hey, here we go. We got hoops starting. Great time to enjoy Papa John's pizza from my my guys, the Donaldsons, and all their managers throughout the state. We will talk to you next Thursday. Thanks for finding time, Mitch. Appreciate it. See you guys. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holt is voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs play here all season long, home and away, as does the Super Bowl. Thanks to Westwood One and all the NFL playoffs. Trent Conny, we got a second? Yeah. Let's do this real quick. Six wins. Uh, they were 5-0 and to start. I mean, it kind of slips past you that they've lost three out of their last four. Right. I'm not alarmed. I'm really not. They play in the right division. The division stinks. Uh, with the exception of the Chiefs, I think. Chargers, I keep thinking they're going to come back into okay. it. But, yeah, Raiders are awful defensively. Yeah, Del Raiders Rio. have problems. And the Broncos are awful. They got every break last year, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And now... Uh, That's why the pros were all over the under number when it came out in Vegas mm-hmm. this year. They were not buying in. To the Oakland Raiders, one little bit. That was one of the few I got right this year. Was it? it was, I was down on the Raiders as well. I wasn't as high on the Chiefs, so I took the Broncos. Whoops. To win the division. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to work out. All right, six wins at the Giants. Yes. Seven. Home to the Bills. Yes. Eight. At the Jets. No. Yo. Yeah, there's a, there's the Jets. No, the Jets are bad. Well, I, I think they might drop one of those two. So. How about this? They go to New York. Two out of the next three weeks. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. To the same building. To the same building. I'm going to say they'll be at nine. Okay. Home to the Raiders. Yes. Ten. Home to the Chargers. Win. Eleven. Home to the Fish. Win. Twelve. At Denver. Win. So you've got them at 12 and four. I have them at 13 and three. They've got the tiebreaker over the Patriots. Mm -hmm. They don't over the Steelers. The AFC, if we're right, headed through Arrowhead? Sign up for that. I think so. I think you would. Right? Be a fun January. Well, they're always fun. This one would be, well, not for me. You know what? I don't despise them like I used to. Right. I really don't. Isn't it funny how your your hatred of teams dissipates throughout the years? Well, it's it's true because Denver was all I had. Remember the Jets were, they'd flown the coop. Right. They were in Arizona before they came you, back. You were not, you did not become a big no, coyote. No, I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Denver was my squad. Now As my Wayne squad's Gretzky back. Put them into the ice. Yeah, buried them. They did. That's true. Um, so thirteen and three. That's that's not horrible. Thirteen and three. Twelve and four. Do the Patriots? Do the Patriots get to thirteen and three? If it is twelve and four, let's well, say they the win Chiefs. this week. Broncos. Let's do. Let's do them real quick here. Let me let me find their schedule. All right. So they've got two losses right now. Yes. They're six and two. Broncos. That's seven. Home to the Raiders. Win. That's eight. Home to the Dolphins. Win. Nine. At Bills. Loss. Okay, nine. At Dolphins. Win. Ten. At, wow, at At. Steelers. Finally, we get a good NFL game. Yeah. It's only going to take till December 17th. (laughs) But finally, we'll get one to get excited about. Uh, I put it for a loss for the Bills. Let's say they get a win there. Okay, at Bills. No, home to Bills. Win. Home to Jets. Win. So that's 13-3. and So that's what you have to I mean, and, and Denver, and Denver and Kansas City's got the tiebreaker. So you got to finish at least tied with them, right? You got to hope they lose two if you're thinking twelve and four, and that would be winning every game but one down the stretch, mm-hmm. going seven and one mm-hmm. or eight and zero to get to thirteen and three. Now the Steelers have two losses. They host the and Colts. Their two losses to the Bears to the and Bears the and the Jags. That's crazy. They're at Colts. That's a win. Yeah. That's seven. Home to the Titans. Tough. Mm-hmm. Home to the Packers, win. win yeah. At Bengals, win. Yeah. Home to Ravens, mm, tight win. Maybe. 
at the Patriots we talked about, mm-hmm. at Texans, which was going to be really salty. Right. No Deshaun Watson. And home to the Brownies. So it's a race to 13. It's a race to 13. Three teams with schedules that set up to do it, too. And Kansas City wants New England to get to 13, not the Steelers. Right, because of the tiebreaker. So, so Chiefs fans, mark down December 17th. That is going to be the game that's going to decide maybe whether you get home field at Arrowhead throughout the playoffs. You've got to get wins, though. Sure. You have but, to get yeah, wins. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And nothing's given, as we know. Right. I mean, they, we lost, know. they lost to the Raiders team that we were, I mean, it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Chicago Bears. And blown out by Jacksonville. And blown out by Jacksonville. Blown out by... And that was at home. Yes. The Bears at least was at Soldier. What a weird season it's been. You know, I saw the Power Power Football rankings, whatever it is. uh, Pro Football Focus. Yes. PFF. Um, The Bears are ranked ahead of Denver. No way. Yeah. It shows you how they've fallen, right? It's got awful. So... What's next for? Is it Kirk Cousins? Is that at the top of the oh, wish list? I don't know. I, how does Washington let him get away? You only get franchise quarterback. I think he is. I think he is. He's a top fourteen quarterback. Right. I was going to say fifteen. I'm not going to put him in. Eh, we'll, we'll do that one day. Right. Uh, what do you and Jimmy B have today? We got thirty seconds left in this program. You guys are doing what? Oh, uh, we got the BC Divide guys both stopping by today. We'll talk Cody and the Hawkeye uh, Cyclones. Excuse me, and Derek on the Hawkeyes. Ken Silverstein will be by. And a little NFL talk. Hopefully, uh, Ryan Van Bibber in the four o'clock hour. Good stuff. We're back tomorrow. It's a full football Friday. Paul Allen is going to be here, courtesy of our friends at Mister Executive. We'll get our last look at the clones of the Hawk. Kakert and Monts will be here. So we'll try tonight. We talk sports on seventeen hundred with Jimmy B and TC Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker seventeen hundred KVGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. 
If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Got a DIYer on your gift list? The Home Depot has a couple of suggestions. In one, Ryobi's OnePlus Drill Driver and Impact Driver Kit at a new lower price of just $99 was $149. Two great Ryobi tools and a powerful battery that drives them both, plus over 100 other Ryobi tools. Can't decide between this tool or that? Get this tool and that. The Ryobi OnePlus Drill Driver and Impact Driver Kit, just $99 now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through January 24th, U.S. only while supplies last. Scott Graham here from Westwood One with a Thursday Night Football Preview brought to you by Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry. Turn feelings into jewelry. That's why he went to Jared. Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks hit the road for an NFC West Division matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Pete Carroll's 5-3 and three Seahawks are looking to bounce back from a heart-stopping loss to the Redskins last Sunday. Turnovers, uh, penalties, the easy scores for them, the difficult challenges, just moving the ball down the field because we're in our own way. So it's really important that we find our way and find our way back and play good football. That, that was that was a bad day for us. The Cardinals, without injured quarterback Carson Palmer and running back David Johnson, picked up a win over the 49ers, led by Adrian Peterson and his 159 yards rushing. Kevin Kugler and Tony Baselli will have the action on Thursday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Seriously? It's November. Ready or not, the holidays are coming. So get ready at the Jared Semi-Annual Event, November 10th through 12th. Come enjoy our best prices of the season and discover hundreds of pieces you'll only find at Jared. The Jared Semi-Annual Event. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. It's time to start your weekend early with the return of Thursday Night Football on NBC. How special is this? Whether it's a boys' night out in Dallas. Into the end zone. Unbelievable. Catching some improv from Seattle's finest. That'll make a few highlight reels tonight. Or painting the town red in Atlanta. This place is rocking now. Wow. Start your weekend early when Thursday Night Football returns to NBC. It all begins November 9th with Seahawks Cardinals. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation.